So I tried. I tried to make this a full one episode. Uh, It's impossible. Uh, It's a very big show. It is over three hours long. This is the second part. I hope you enjoy what I have in store for you. Um, Please be aware that this is the second part of my annual National Science Fiction Day podcast, and I hope you enjoy the programming that I have in store. So another thing that I can mention right now as part two of this annual National Science Fiction Day program, um, to begin the show, we'll start talking about Return of the Jedi, and I think you're going to enjoy the rest of the music that's put out on the rest of this podcast. And so without further ado, here we go. So I can't go uh, very far on this list without mentioning that this year was, or well, 2023, was the 40th anniversary of Return of the Jedi. It's one of the original Star Wars trilogy. Um, It was just a fantastic action-adventure film for 1983. And we find Luke Skywalker battling the horrible Jabba the Hutt and then cruel Darth Vader to save his comrades in the Rebel Alliance and triumph over the Galactic Empire. Han Solo and Princess Leia reaffirm their love and team with Chewbacca and Lando, uh, the Ewoks, and C-3PO and R2-D2 to aid in the disruption of the dark side and defeat the evil Empire. The score, of course, is done by the amazing John Williams, So I want you to enjoy this amazing piece of nostalgia and true science fiction. Thank mm-hmm. you. 
more from my list came with Guardians of the Galaxy 3. Uh, the third in the series from the Marvel Cinematic Universe, this film felt very abrasive to me, uh, much more violent, much more crazy. Uh, the plot, still reeling from the loss of Gamora, Peter Quill must rally his team to defend the universe and protect one of their own. If the mission is not completely sexful, successful, it could possibly lead to the end of the Guardians as we know them. Now, John Murphy did the score to this film. It doesn't have the same feel as the other two scores, which were done by Tyler Bates. And that's, that's the difference. Um, but I think it still holds true to the series. And I hope you enjoy this brief music.
Next on the list was a surprise for me, uh, The Flash, which is a DC film. It shows the multiverse, but through The Flash's eyes. This film has multiple problems, but what redeemed it was Batman from 1989, played by Michael Keaton. It was fun and enjoyable. I loved that we got a female Supergirl, Kara L, uh, which battled Zod. I think she should have been able to win or at least live at the end. Um, Worlds collide when the Flash uses his superpowers to travel back in time to change the events of his past. However, when he attempts to save his family and inadvertently alters the future, he becomes trapped in a reality in which General Zod has returned, threatening annihilation. With no other superheroes to turn to, the Flash looks to coax a very different Batman out of retirement and rescue an imprisoned Kryptonian, albeit not the one he's looking for. This film is adapted from the Flashpoint storyline in the comics, and the score is composed by Benjamin Walfish, and I think it's really good. I think you'll enjoy this music.
The next film on my list I enjoyed was Asteroid City. This was a Wes Anderson film and probably my first that I've ever seen of his. It's quirky and funny, but the real life aspects of it, which were shot in black and white, I didn't quite enjoy that aspect of it. I think it would have been better had it stuck to the Asteroid City storyline. It doesn't hold to my moral view, and despite that, the sci-fi aspects of the Asteroid City side of the story holds true. Uh, it, here's the plot. World-changing events spectacularly disrupt the itinerary of a junior stargazer space cadet convention in an American desert town circa 1955. The score is composed by Alexander Desplat and did a really good job with it. Um, I think you'll enjoy the music from the film.
The next film on my list is The Meg 2, The Trench. This is a really fun movie, the giant sharks, giant sea creatures, and I guess it's all based on a famous book series. Um, Here's the plot. Jonas Taylor leads a research team to an exploratory dive into the deepest depths of the ocean. Their voyage spirals into chaos when a malevolent mining operation threatens their mission and forces them into a high-stakes battle for survival. Pitted against colossal prehistoric sharks and relentless environmental plunderers, they must outrun, outsmart, and outswim their merciless predators. The score was composed by Harry Gregson Williams, and he did a great job with a fun film that was an amazing adventurous romp. So I think you'll enjoy this music.
The next films that I discuss are older films, but still really, really good. Um, They re-released Jurassic Park in 3D this year of 2023, so I had to go see it. And of course, everyone knows that it was written by Michael Crichton. Uh, Here's the plot. Industrialist John Hammond has created Jurassic Park, a theme park of cloned dinosaurs on a tropical Isla Nublar. After a velociraptor kills a dinosaur handler, the park's investors, represented by a lawyer, Donald Gennaro, demand a safety certification. This doesn't really do the plot justice. There are three other people included with the lawyer that land on the island while the chaos ensues. Uh, the score, of course, is done by John Williams and is directed. the film is directed by Steven Spielberg. This is a great movie. Came out in 1993 and also this film is another one that changed the course of history in filmmaking. I think it's amazing and enjoyable. I want you to enjoy the music.
Next to the last on my list is one of my most famous films and enjoyed films of the year. Uh, this is Godzilla Minus One. It's an amazing piece of cinema. It celebrates the 70th anniversary of Godzilla from 1954. Here's the plot. Japan is already devastated by a war when a new crisis emerged in the form of a giant monster. Uh, the underlying human plot is actually better uh, when we get a man plagued by PTSD from the war as a kamikaze pilot for the war in 1945. He deals with the disgrace but also forms a family with a woman, not his wife, and a child, also not hers. It's a wonderful, engaging plot and is really well designed for not only or only having a budget of $15 million. The score was composed by Naoki Sato, who is known for Rurouni Kenshin. Uh, that's a live-action version of the anime that was designed for the same character. Um, I think you'll really appreciate this score really a lot and just enjoy it.
Well, we've come down to another end of Soundtrack Alley today. We've covered a lot of material today and a lot of music. Wonderful stuff. Um, last on my list for National Science Fiction Day is Rebel Moon Part 1, A Child of Fire. This film is a Zack Snyder-directed movie and really well shot and actually very pretty. Um, it's only Part 1 and is truly epic in nature. Um, the plot. When a colony on the edge of the galaxy finds itself threatened by the armies of a tyrannical Regent Balasarius, they dispatch a young woman with a mysterious past to seek out warriors from neighboring planets to help them take a stand. Now, one thing that stood out to me in this movie is the fact how it leads itself right for a video game adaption. I could totally see it being a video game adaption of collecting these uh, ragtag warriors from different planets. So the score was composed by Tom Holkenberg, and he's become a very good entity on his own, uh, even after he was part of the name Junkie XL. Uh, but now, in his own right, I think he really is able to shine as a composer. And I think you'll find this sound to be familiar uh, because of a lot of other Zack Snyder films. But it's also elegant in its own way. Um, so today, thank you for taking the time to hear the music I've selected. I hope the year of 2024 finds many more science fiction films in store for you. And later on, you'll hear as I review my favorite films of 2023 only got a few for that list but keep going keep keep active and until next time happy listening
Thank you for listening to Soundtrack Alley. If you are an Apple podcast, please give the show a five-star rating. Check out the content over at SoundtrackAlley.com, as well as Cinematic Sound Radio, where most of my new material is posted. If you have a comment, question, or concern, please email me at SoundtrackAlley at gmail.com.